everybody especially you in the back yeah it's you with the hair welcome to corner gas fan corners jackass cast episode three but it's actually part two of last week's episode really so it's episode 2.1 2.a whatever you like after a point add that on and that's what this is yes so uh, we're going to continue with our little interview with uh, Monique Hertu, which was very, very interesting. When I was editing this all up, I didn't quite realise how much material I had left after I'd taken out all my chuntering and ums and ahs. And there wasn't a whole lot left for you to listen to, really. But there was some interesting stuff there that I thought you'd like to hear. And there is actually a point to everything that we've said, both in this episode and the one previous so if you haven't listened to episode two go back and have um plug it into your ear rolls because some of the things monique says are very important i think just in general if you ignore that we're talking about art and writing and television and all that sort of thing the general point overall for our whole conversation i think was a nice one and something that sometimes maybe all of us forget about so have a listen to this next bit and then i'll come back at the end and explain what i'm on about Right, I better count you in. The interview starts in a one and a two and a three, four. I've noticed that there's a lot of comedians that are heading into the art world, like Jim Carrey, famously. And one in particular came to mind was, I mentioned him earlier, Billy Connolly. He's been drawing, writing. I love his style. And it actually reminds me of some of your work. Oh, I haven't seen his artwork. I think Lauren just mentioned it recently and I didn't know... So I'm going to have to go look, too. Yeah, I love it. I'd love to get hold of some, but it's... Um, well, that's a huge someone... compliment, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> if there's any creative thread that looks like something he does, then... Do you, do you think there's a there's a, some sort of connection there between them, or is it just, just the desire to be artistic and expand on the fact that, that comedians and the likes of trying different mediums? And Do you think it's just the creative bent? I think that all human beings are meant to create. I think we all are. And I think that some of us that have had the opportunity to be creative as part of our profession, we're more inclined to pursue more of that more often, just because we're already around creativity a lot and that it's our norm a little bit more. So because of that, we're a bit more inclined to leap into that void possibly because we're already part of that and it's not a huge surprise to to people either so I think it removes some of that barrier whereas somebody that maybe is doing you know uh maybe they're an accountant or they're a tradesperson or they're like more of a blue collar type thing or they're they're doing lots of the important jobs that there are out there, but they're not seen as artistic. And then someone's like, oh, you draw? Like it's like it's something terrible. Like how, oh, I didn't know that. And it's like, yeah, people 
have creativity in them. I just think we're meant to to do something with it. But for me, people go, how do you end up doing this, this and this and those things? And I'm like, because I, I'm curious and I want to, I want to know, I can't help it. It used to be the the bane of my teacher's existence as I was a kid in school. So like, sit down and do your work. And I'm like, I did. I, I, I was really good at math. So I would ace, I'd ace my math test and I'd be off like bugging the other kids and I'd get kicked out all the time because they're like, close the door on your way out. Mr. Galloway in grade nine math class, I spent more time in the hallway and I had the highest working class. So it was, <laughs> I'm bored. Give me something to do. But I think that people, if they don't go digging around inside, like see what's in there, how, how do you know? Like go, not literally, but go rooting around inside your, your mind for stuff that makes you curious and interested and to follow it through and the, the seeds of ideas or things that kind of make you spark up a bit and go, oh, I wonder that would be fun. I wish more people would do that. And, and that's also part of why I share stuff at various stages of readiness, read, different stages of my skill level, trying new mediums, because I hope it sparks somebody else feeling more comfortable. It's, it's like the, the version of sometimes maybe even bombing on stage when I try new artwork and go, okay, that wasn't as what I expected. And I'm like, I'm going to share it because so what? It's one of my painting, the guys that I studied with, Brian Adio said, you know, it's just about painting. He's like, it's just hair on the end of a stick. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make world peace from a painting and I don't need to put that kind of pressure on myself. But if I don't go looking, how do I know what's in there lying dormant? There's so much lying dormant within ourselves that we don't go looking around to go, what's this? What's under, what's under this in this storage box that I haven't looked in since I was seven years old, you know, not every box needs to be opened, but, (laughs) but I mean, in, in the childish wonder department in the, stuff maybe that we didn't get to do as much of that I can't go back and be a kid again but I can certainly play now like a kid might you know want to have some fun looking at things so I feel like when you'd mentioned Billy Connolly and I think he's always seemed to have that childish sort of little twinkled troublesome kind of you know so it doesn't oh. surprise me at all that he pursues it. Jim Carrey, same thing. Like from early stand-up when I first started watching, I am glad to see him expanding into those other areas. And I'm not the least bit surprised. I think I'm more surprised when it's people that don't, you know, an accountant starts painting. And I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all got it. I just wish more people would get it. But I can't draw. I can't do this. And not to sound trite, but when you think that, you're right. If you mm. think you can't, then you won't look. Instead of, well, I'm going to try, I'll try to draw a stick man. Like I, I used to, when I was personal training, when I was working with clients, I would draw the little stick man on the side of their workout sheet. And some, they would laugh and they go, <laughs> wow. I like, yeah, I know I'm not an artist. Because the necks would be longer than the back. It would look a little bit out of whack. And and then uh, Pete Johansson, that comedian that I had mentioned. Yeah. 
I've seen um, one of his stand, uh, specials actually. Oh, okay. He's he's really good, and he he was somebody around Vancouver that I ended up going. He taught a workshop and stuff, but just just seeing him at work doing what he does, like seeing him on the stage. I'd watch his early show and late show back to back to just see how they played out. And I would laugh through both of them. And he suggested a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron as something just to be a different way in for creativity that spurs thought for stand-up writing or for writing in general. So I got the book and started following a lot of it. I still quite regularly as often as possible do a thing called morning pages which is writing out three pages of like a handwrite it's just kind of like cleaning out cleaning out the the mental pipes the white noise just getting rid of stuff every morning first thing before you do you don't look at your phone you don't go start chatting with people you just get up and write your pages and so much has come from Pete's suggestion to that book I also went and got a little painting kit for ages five and up and I started trying out some painting and next thing you know, I'm, and I'm posting it, sharing it as a comedian, not as a painter. And then I started getting some people going, oh, I love your work. And I'm like, my work? What are you talking about? And, and then I kind of went, hmm, maybe there's something here. And, and I had leftover paint and then I started painting these little canvas boards and then I just got curious and I just started going with it. So it started to take on a life I never would have expected. And then after the car accident and stopping stand up, I started to paint more. And then Lauren, my wonderful husband, he saw what painting did for me. I didn't have stand-up as a creative outlet anymore. And he saw how much painting and making art did for me. He would say, no, I'm going to cook dinner or I'm going to clean up. You go into the studio. You go paint. You go draw. And he would encourage me to go do that. And early on when I met him, which was at a stand-up comedy show that I was performing on and he was hosting, yeah. The that night or the next days, he had gone onto my my Facebook page and had commented on how much he liked my artwork too. Yeah. So complimentary and kind, and he just he encouraged me. So he's a huge part of why I ended up pursuing art too because he encouraged me. He said words that helped me feel like it was possible and that I yeah. could try and that it was okay to try. Not the, what? You're painting? Like, (laughs) when people do that, what? You're doing fill in the blank. Joe's exactly the same, my wife. The reason I started the site was because I was in a bad place, I suppose. I discovered Corner Gas and I looked into it just as you do. So, oh, this is new. What's this? And I was looking for something. Joe kept telling me, do some writing. Get your mind off of everything. I was like, well, what do I write about? And then I found that Corner Gas didn't have any websites, particularly other than the official one, mm. which is it wasn't very detailed. No, no, no offense to anyone that might be listening. It's, it's very good now. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll do it. And then, and because the, the humor matched mine, and it made it quite easy. And then now we're here. But it wouldn't have happened without Joe pushing me along and saying, "You could do it. Do do that. Do this." And then obviously the opportunity to go and see Brent do stand up, and then to go and do it. 
and then again the second trip when I came to meet you guys that was Joe pushing me along otherwise and it it does it makes all the difference I know there's many couples all over the world that have similar stories where it's so important I don't I don't think it's a story that gets told as often yeah you hear horror stories but you don't hear the good ones yeah and 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 also our power within our partnerships but also just out in the world to encourage each other to try things to encourage to go that's great keep going and and also by the way i'm please tell joe thank you for doing that and also to see her creativity and to see what you've done and continue to do and what i'm looking forward to what you'll be doing, you know, your <laughs> screenplays and other things that you're going to continue on. And you're amazing. What an amazing musician you are. I mean, that the kinds yeah. of commitments that it t- the commitment that it takes to do, you're absolutely capable and, and possess the things you need to get good and the other things that you're wanting to keep getting good. And that you, you did this. You're doing a podcast. Here we are. And I'm I'm honored to get to be a part of this. And you did your practice intro. Your intro is gonna <laughs> you're you're gonna go back and you're you're gonna listen to this and maybe Pilar's on the page and others. Yeah. And I can't wait to see where this is gonna go. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, exciting. I, and Corner Gas. I mean, that they're they're posting the things like how it's grown for you. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh, they've been ever so good to me, really. I mean, t- considering I, 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 I gate crashed the party, and nobody asked me to do it. <laughs> and uh, as that's I, where oh, the best stuff comes from—is gate crashing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I've kind of been accepted. Has been really, you know, it didn't have to be. They could have told me they could, they could have sued me into next millennia for what I've been up to but they, they've been they've been great everyone's been so nice and supportive and it, it makes a huge difference on my figures on on the site you look at the stats when they get involved they, the, the little spike goes wee and, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's amazing without wanting to sound all, all uh, sucky uppy and stuff but um well yourself and lawn and, and and fred in particular are very inspirational to me uh, I mean, your your work alone and everything. I've, I mean, I think Lorne and yourself were the first people to follow me on Twitter, even before, you know, it really took off. The site took off when I did an interview with Craig Northey because he played a gig, like, literally five minutes from my house. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah really how handy mentioned. was that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that happened, and then, and then the site suddenly started picking up. But you guys were in there before that happened. And... So re- even just the retweets and things and then obviously I got to know you via that and watching looking at your work and and uh and art isn't so, as much as my my mother's very artistic just amazing paintings and she's she's but not a professional but I always said she should be I'm not an, an arty person but listening to you talk and looking at what you do I, I start to understand it a bit more and I start to want to look at other things and, and find other things to be creative with. I can't go into a stationery shop now without thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, stationery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're welcome or I'm sorry or both. 
both myself and Joe, we look at things in the shop and go, oh, we know some. Look at that. It's a, <laughs> a with wobbly eyes on it. I know somebody in my life. Oh, God, my precious. I say this without, without, as I say, wanting to blow smoke up. The proverbials is it's genuine. <laughs> That you, you both are very inspirational people. Oh, I don't suppose that that just stops at me either. I'd imagine a lot of people think the same thing. So I, I thank you very much for that and then everything else that you've you essentially done for me. Um, I mean, the fact that you met me, I could have been some sort of mental person with a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lauren was there. I mean, if yeah. somebody tried that, I don't think they'd last very long. But yeah. <laughs> We, we didn't get that vibe either, but I'm glad, glad we got to meet you. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm blushing now. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Oh my God. That's just so nice. I'm, I'm glad for your successes and pursuing things and that you're doing it. You, you, from the idea or Joe's encouragement to seeing, meeting Craig and the, the path that you've taken to get to where we're here now talking this way. Mm -hmm. These are how these things happen. And people go, how did you get into it? And it's like, cause I did one thing one day and I followed something, you know, those little incremental steps and a little step at a time. I was a YouTube video or something with Will Smith talking about building something a brick at a time, just a perfect brick on that one day. And then next thing you look over the space of a year and you go, wow, look what I did. Like it's those little, little things. And yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, we can achieve so much. And it's lovely. I mean, just looking at my notes again, all these things that you've got going on. Where can anyone see your, your work if they're wondering? Probably Instagram is probably the best place to look. My Instagram for seeing it online. Um, for in-person, I have some stuff in Whistler at the Point Artist Run Centre. Um, I've got work in places. Oh, well, I just did a commission. I did the cover artwork for the podcasts for the, it's called the Truth Sharing Podcasts. Yeah. Um, which is with you'll you'll have the link then for sacred MMIWG, um, the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. Yes. I was commissioned, I did the artwork for the cover of all five of the podcasts, and those are being released. Yeah. I don't know when you're putting your podcast up, but the, the, they'll be coming out soon. And I I also directed wrote and did the voice of two of the five podcasts so they might be up by then from what i would think makes sense that they would likely release a podcast a week over the five weeks is what it sounded like in the first yeah. preliminary post so um mine might be weeks four and five judging from the episode numbers so just that those will be coming out so that was also that could be a whole podcast unto itself, but honored to have the opportunity and being asked by Eagle Vision, which they're one of the biggest producers in in Canada, for sure. 
um, yeah. worked with them on the Indigenous Music Awards, formerly the Aboriginal People's Choice Music Awards. So I got to write what Lauren had to say. I got to tell them what to do and where to, <laughs> where to say it kind of thing. But I've worked with them before and they've been involved with huge productions like Capote with Philip Seymour Hoffman. There's a show that they're doing now called Burden of Truth, but they've been involved in, in a ton of productions. So they're big time. And when they ask for something of this level of importance, you know, I, I was honored that they thought of me because there's such a, an amazing pool of talent that they have to ask. I'm honored that I got to be a part of this. It's very important work and to meet the people that I met and to see the strength, the resilience and the hope of everybody. That's been pretty amazing. And then doing the artwork for the cover of the podcasts too. It's just this other thing. I'm like, I can't believe all of this is happening sometimes. <laughs> um, so yeah, you'll see my my artwork on the cover of the, the podcast. And then I have six pieces of work that's going into a public gallery. So you think museum, they go in yeah. and they're getting exhibited as part of a show called Reconciliation. So that will be at the Two Rivers Gallery in Prince George starting in July to October, I think. And yeah. I did have work earlier this year in the Swatch Art and Soul show at the World Ski and Snowboard Festival. And I do have some other submissions out that I'm waiting to hear back on. So we'll see whether I get in. Yeah. I Oh, and I also, so this is totally a very small chance this could happen because it's highly competitive, but I submitted for a mural festival. I've oh, never okay. painted a mural before. Yeah. I have no idea whether <laughs> that will happen. Wow. Maybe I'll be painting a mural later this year. <laughs> I don't know. So you might see my art large scale on a big wall somewhere in Vancouver if I get selected. But apparently it's like thousands of people worldwide that that apply for this. So the way this year's been going, though, I don't know. There's a good chance that I'll get another <laughs> in a row. What the heck? But yeah. again, you don't know until you try. So submitting. And then yeah, I don't I don't know where my work will be next. I think the Tate Modern would be a good idea. <laughs> Um, um, if you if you've got a connection, <laughs> well, I, I've got brown envelopes. I can put money in if you like. <laughs> <laughs> <Tarantula> as well. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a dream to get into some some places like that. I'm gonna keep pursuing things and creating art. Creating art is the main, and if it ends up somewhere that people will see it and want to see it then hallelujah it's it's always if somebody sees something and wants to see more of it it's great you know because there's i i have these listservs and things that come out and it's there's lots of logistics around applying and shipping and being there and which ones are legit and you yeah. know that kind of stuff. So there's lots out there. And I just saw this one and I'm not going to name it because watch, it's probably super legit, but I looked at it and it's these 
submission fees and then uh, this yeah. thing and you go, I just don't know. And it's over in Europe in this place that it looks kind of fancy. And then I go, I don't know. It could be some guy in his garage who took <laughs> some stock photos and he's just collecting money. Because yeah. there's some screenplay contests that are like that too. So be careful of those, by the way, too. Oh, yeah. Some will associate themselves with the names of places like like the for example the con film festival they do not have a screenwriting contest so yeah. if you see one it's not them right. and i don't know who it is you know stuff like that so i think that's the best part of having a budget if you've got no money you can't apply give them the money to anyone <laughs> <laughs> I know, but yeah, we're we're still we're artists. We're not like we're not flying on private jets to things. So we gotta we gotta watch our our thing. But well, the fact that you even mentioned artwork, me and Tate Modern in the same thought—that's a compliment in and of itself. So, <laughs> and that you mentioned that Billy Connolly. I'm going gonna go look up his his artwork after. I'm so curious. I've seen Dick Carey's, but I haven't seen Billy's. And it's really striking. I love it. I thought it's great. And he, he did a little documentary over Christmas uh, of, of his background in uh, Scotland. And there's wow. a I think there's a, a a museum up there. It's got a load of his work. I'd seen these pictures like on one of his DVDs and on the front of his website, particularly. But I didn't know he'd done them. Mm, uh, yeah, another one I've seen that started painting in the last. I think several years is Anthony Hopkins and oh. I I saw we were at the Bellagio for an event with uh, GRE I think um, Grand River Enterprises we were down they do customer appreciation events and we had the opportunity to to go through the Bellagio there's a fantastic um, photographer who has one of his galleries there his work's yeah. incredible too but Anthony Hopkins' work was there. And I just thought, well, uh -huh. look, he's pursuing this as well. And the vibrant colors. And you can see a creator, a creative person behind his work. So, I, and I can't, I don't remember. There's just, there's other people. So Lauren and I were talking. I think Tony Bennett, too. Uh, yeah. So we were starting to talk. And I think he mentioned Billy Connolly just recently. So that just happened, yeah. too. Oh, wow. So it's interesting. And I think too, back to you watching Lucifer and Sherry Elwood. And I had just started watching new episodes of Lucifer that I hadn't seen because it had been on one network and then it had been the, when it ends, it's like window and then they take it off and I'm like, Oh, I, I missed the season. And then it came on Netflix and I was like, Oh, great. I can resume. So yeah. I was just starting to resume. And then I got partnered with Sherry when I looked and I went, Oh, Oh my god. So <laughs> the guy that plays Lucifer, he mm -hmm. was famous over here particularly. He was in a, a comedy show called Miranda. Oh, okay. He's the romantic interest in it. That's a good show. That's worth watching. I think it's on Netflix here. I don't know whether it is over, over oh, here. Okay. Miranda. Uh, it's a real throwback to old sort of British sitcoms. We don't get them very much anymore. It was it was really good. Very funny. Sort of oh, quite slapsticky, catchphrasey, and um, very. British. I could see him. I could see him being very good in that role too. Yeah. Worth a little look. We really should wrap this up. I've been talking quite a while now, 
but um, for all your future projects, everything you've got going on, you, you have all my support and dozens and dozens of other people that read. Well, the three people that read my stuff. <laughs> They're all rooting for you as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I hope it goes really well. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I can't wait to have have the experiences to talk about because I'm the anticipation. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Getting it, ready to pitch and oh. Yeah. sleepless nights. <laughs> Some of yeah. them. But, but I keep telling myself, I've read before that anxiety and excitement, like they vibrate on the same frequency. So if you tell yourself it's excitement. So I've been trying to ensure that I do that. Yeah. Instead of turning it into, oh my God. It's a good way to think. I must think like that. I'm te- I, I suffer from anxiety horrendously. And, I, uh, I have that as well. So, really? yeah. yeah. I don't remember if it was Mel Robbins or somebody, but it was, uh, it was something that I had read or seen or watched or something somewhere. And it helped me to have another thought of how to channel things. I can't say that I'm always good at it, but I've been trying to talk myself down from the ledge, you know, so to <laughs> yeah. speak. Every time I'm like, oh my God, and I'm like, all right, we signed up for this. But yeah, it's it's been helpful. So I'm yeah. uh, I'm trying to, yeah, go with that. It's yes. excitement. <laughs> Jazz hands, it's excitement. <laughs> you take care and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Well, I'll come back from Banff. Absolutely. And congrats on second this your second podcast. Oh, thank you. It's been it's been the best one so far. <laughs> I I am grateful that you said that. I am going to listen to Andrews and I can report back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. No, what a what a fantastic thing just to talk to you. Thanks so much for for asking me to do this and i will look forward to hearing future podcasts and your your guitar solo on your intro that you're going to be creating or however that's going to (laughs) go anyway i must let you go i could talk to you forever oh likewise (laughs) well thank you and thanks thanks for this this was fun so there we have it that was our little tete-a-tete and I was saying at the beginning of the podcast that I think there was an overarching theme to everything that we were saying. And I think what it was is that everyone out there, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do for a profession or what you think you're capable of, go out and find something that inspires you, find something to be passionate about. If I hadn't have done that, then I wouldn't have been speaking to me, Monique in the first place. I wouldn't have got to... S- get involved with any of the people at corner gas who have been very lovely to me and my website and the podcast and very accepting of it or they didn't need to do that and i didn't need to put the whole thing together but because i did i got to meet some of my heroes i got to travel around the world spreading the word of corner gas some people would say i'm very good at spreading my gas about the place um but filthy liars i tell you when I say I travelled round the world, I haven't actually ever really. I, I went to Canada twice, which is over the pond. So I travel a bit of the world. The bit I've travelled most is between the garage and my living room so I could do my writing and record these podcasts. So um, 
over the last two years that probably equates to about a mile and a half which isn't very far but it's a distance but then so is two centimetres I suppose I, I didn't have to write about corn and gas you think about how many programs there are out there that uh, people get all excited about your Game of Thrones Buffy the Vampire Slayer Emmerdale Farm they've all got these big overflowing chat rooms and blogs and Facebook pages, everything. They've all got a lot. Corner Gas at the time didn't have much going on, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, which baffled me. But it wasn't just that. It was the fact that the show and the people that created it inspired me. And I feel that their sense of humour, mostly, was a good match for my own. And I could write not in the style but I, I I think I could keep that sort of humorous element going throughout my writing and it made a good match and it seems to be the case so I guess what I'm saying is and so was Monique go and do something find something like that and it doesn't have to be a tv show it could be anything you could be an instrument you could get into macrame or uh, needlepoint you could be inspired by some scenery in your back garden you could be inspired by your pets anything just uh, find something and be creative with it go and do some drawings do some writing write a song write paint a picture what else is there to do make a film make a tv show of your own anything once you've done that somebody else might get all excited about your thing and start writing about that and then it all spreads out and the world is a lovelier place and don't be afraid don't be afraid to fail if you think that way then you'll never do it do it anyway if you think you'll enjoy it try it if you don't enjoy what you've done try it try something different but don't be afraid it doesn't matter as long as you're enjoying yourself we all need to enjoy ourselves a bit more especially in this day and age so go and do that and i'll wait here while you're doing it and uh no pressure we just wait here for a little while if you could hurry up though because i am quite thirsty need a cup of tea i am english after all are you done what did you do give us a look See? That's awesome. Well done, you. Excellent. So, anyway, next time we shall return with more guests. Uh, I've got some exciting guests lined up uh, to talk about Corner Gas and tell us all the information we want to know from behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, in the middle of the scenes. All scenes and areas of will be completely covered. So... I'll speak to you soon and I look forward to hearing from you, hearing from me. Take care. Bye-bye.